The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss why CRM is the key to alleviating your business growth problems. Joining us is Lars Helgeson, who is the founder and CEO of GreenRope, which is a complete CRM, all-in-one sales, marketing, and operations management tool that helps consolidate, automate, and streamline your daily sales and marketing operations. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, Green Rope is a sponsor of the MarTech podcast. Yesterday, Lars and I talked about using a CRM as a growth strategy. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about CRM's role in customer experience. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Lars Helgeson, the founder and CEO of Green Rope. Lars, welcome back to the MarTech podcast. Great to be here. Thanks for having me back. Always excited to have you on the show. Always good to talk to one of our sponsors. And I'm excited to continue our conversation from yesterday, where we talked about a couple ways that your CRM is not just a conversion optimization tool, a lead management service, but it can actually help you fill the top of your funnel and make your business more profitable. And a lot of that has to do with understanding who your customers are, understanding what those relationships look like, and then being able to mine the data to optimize your top of funnel marketing activity. There's also a role beyond just getting somebody to the finish line with your CRM, which is your customer experience. They call it a customer relationship management, not a lead management service for a reason. So talk to me a little bit about CRM's role in building great customer experiences. I think the important thing about how a business needs to envision its relationships with its customers is to know that they're all a little bit different. You'll have people that will do a lot of research before they talk to you. You'll have people that will maybe hear about you or your brand from someone that they know and immediately jump to you. You'll have people that find you on a search engine like Google. And all those people are going to see you a little bit differently. The relationships are going to be a little bit different. And they may use your products and services a little bit differently. So we have to always think about all of those. I mean, we, there's no way we can possibly model whatever single person could do and know how they could possibly do use your products and services. I'm always amazed. There are so many different ways that people will creatively use what our services or products are. So having a CRM is an important way to log all of that, to understand all of that, because the user experience is different 
for every single person. And I think that's the important part of how we need to think as business owners, as marketers, as salespeople, to understand that you can try, it's, it's human nature for us to put people in boxes so that we can easily categorize them. It's something that our brain does naturally. But no one wants to feel like they're being put in a box. Everyone wants to feel like they're treated like they're special. And as a business, if we can leverage our CRM to create that feeling, then we're going to create a better user experience. And that's going to create happier clients. It's going to create higher conversion rates, which also will create more revenue and more growth. So this is a direct effect, a direct impact on the success of our business is how well can we create this personalized, positive user experience. Talk to me about when the user experience starts. Normally, I think about user experiences post-first payment. Now you're a user, and it seems like there would be separate tools other than your CRM to manage what that experience is. Where does the user experience start, and why is the CRM the right product to help you optimize it? So the user experience starts really early. One of the most common things that you'll hear when people are doing pay-per-click ads, for example, they'll say that if you're going to do an ad on a Google site, that you want the language of the ad to match the language that's on the landing page. So if you're mentioning a particular theme or a product element or something about some keyword, some phrase that attracts somebody's attention, and you bring them to a landing page after they click on that link, and the landing page language matches the language of the ad, it has an enormous impact on click-through, which seems like such a subtle thing. And that's sort of like the very earliest top of funnel example of a positive user experience. One thing that you can do with CRM is if you're able to identify a particular target market or a niche or even individuals that you want to sell your product to, say you get device IDs or whatever from various different data providers, you can create a message in your ad and your landing page that are specifically tailored to meet the needs of the people that you're directly targeting. And that's going to get you a much higher conversion rate than just a generic spammy buy our thing kind of message. So the CRM plays an important part in all that. So if we know that we had a particular ad or a particular campaign that was targeted towards people that are having a particular struggle, so if someone has a problem and your product or services is going to solve that problem, the ad talks about that problem and how you're going to solve it. The landing page talks about that problem and how you're going to solve it. You gather their information. And then the follow-up message, the primary part of that follow-up message that they get, whether that's done through retargeting ads, whether that's done through email, whether it's done through a phone call, text messaging, any of those things, if they're consistent all the way through, the lead now knows that you're listening. You care about their problem. You know enough about them and you care enough about them to be able to address that problem. You can automate a lot of that and that creates that feeling that you as a business care about this lead and really that's the positive user experience. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. 
1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. I lost my mind the other day. I was on the phone. My two-year-old son was having breathing problems. He got a cold. It got into his lungs. We had to take him to the ER. It was really scary. He ended up being fine. Everybody's okay. But the next day, I was calling to follow up with the ER nurse, and I called the hospital, and the first thing they say is, well, who's the patient? Okay, here's his name. Here's his birthday. And then they started asking me a series of questions like, what's his address? When was he last in the hospital? What was the diagnosis? What was the medicine that we prescribed? They basically went through an entire onboarding form when, hey, guys, I just spent four hours and thousands of dollars in the ER last night getting treatment for my son. The moral of the story here is they should have had a record of this, right? They weren't using a CRM to understand the context of who they were talking to. So they were doing constant onboarding when there was a time where like, hey, this is kind of an urgent message. I really would just want to talk to the provider. The reason why I'm telling this story is that lack of consistency, that lack of understanding of what the current experience is, even going from my ad to my landing page with the first experience with your customer, the more that you can show that you and your organization have the ability to listen to the customer, that you know what their experience has been, the more that they are going to perceive that you have the ability to deliver in solving their problems. So great. There's this landing page and ad connection. What are some of the other connection points where you can take data from someone's experience to show them that you are in fact listening and you can provide value? I think one of the big places where companies will fall down in this is when you have two different systems that are used for marketing automation and sort of the sales side of a CRM. And then a different system that's used for managing the doing part of the relationship. And I think a good example of this that comes off the top of my head is higher education. If you have a system that people are using for, say, admissions or trying to get people to come to your school, and that's not connected to the student information system. So that as soon as a student matriculates, then you forget everything you ever knew about this student, this person where they went to high school, what their interests are, or whatever. If those pieces don't talk to each other, you have a school that basically is starting over from scratch with something completely different and not really knowing who they are. And that's exactly the kind of problem that you ran into. They should have an electronic medical record system, an EMR, that keeps track of all that information. And they should be able to reach out to you after you're in the ER that says, 
how was your experience? Do you have any questions? Here's someone that can answer your questions. If you have a problem, call this number, they'll look it up and they'll be able to tell you everything that you need to know if you have any questions. In a perfect world, that's what should happen. And if we're a small business, we should have the resources and the forethought to be able to create that. It gets harder, I think, as your business gets larger and larger, it gets more complex, doesn't make it less important. But I think especially when you're talking to people that are in the small to mid-sized market segments, there's not so much momentum behind what you have in place that you can't bridge this gap because bridging that gap is really important. The amount of frustration that you felt was the result of two systems not talking to each other, a customer service system that you called into that did not have access to give you information that you needed to be able to get your questions answered about something that's potentially life-threatening, something that's literally life or death, and the two systems don't talk to each other. So I think as business owners, the more we can think about creating that seamless experience, the better the user experience is going to be so that you don't have that disconnection. Now, you mentioned the school learning management system where when you're onboarded or you're welcomed into college, they can look back at your high school records. Honestly, that made my skin crawl a little bit because I wasn't the greatest student in high school. And when I got to college, I was kind of hoping they'd forget that I got a C minus in trigonometry second semester my senior year. Probably should have been a D plus, but I think the professor gave me a little bit of a pass because I was leaving. Is there a time like that where you actually don't want to tie all of the experiences together, right? What is the type of data that you shouldn't be connecting and basically holding over your customers to replicate a bad experience? Obviously, you don't want to freak people out, right? You don't want to scare your people and think like, we know everything about you. You're talking to the wrong guy. I named my company, I Hear Everything. (laughs) But there's a difference between having the data and letting people know that you know everything about them. You can do data appending and you can find out if someone on your website or someone in your CRM is a homeowner, how many children they have, what their income was. I mean, you can find all that out. Do you want to call them and tell them, hey, I know that you own a house because I looked it up. You know, I have a data service that told me all about you. That's not going to provide a very good customer service experience or a good user experience. But if you're able to send them a message that says, here's something that as a homeowner you may be interested in that doesn't come across creepy, but it comes across like I'm listening to what you want. And I can provide something that I know that will be interesting to you because I know there are certain things about you or that you may know about that person. And there are certainly privacy concerns and all that. You want to be very careful about how you're gathering and using that data, CCPA, GDPR, all those things that we have to be aware of as marketers and, and business owners. The other side of that is just because you're accumulating a lot of information doesn't mean that it needs to be front and center in front of every person in your company. Is it relevant for your customer service people to know that if someone calls in that this person has children, if you're selling a product that's not related to having children? So it's a matter of also being cognizant of what you put in front of your team so that they're not flooded with so much information about somebody that they can't make a decision. You don't want to get them into analysis paralysis or flooded or just overwhelmed with too much information. So you want to create efficiency with your CRM. It's not a data repository of here's everything that we know. And now we're just going to throw it up all at the salesperson every time they look at the contact record. And then they're going to have to sift through and find what's important. I think of the classic email outreach strategy. Hey, Lars, since you are the insert title at company, 
I think that you'd be interested in X, Y, and Z product because CEOs need these products. And just by putting somebody's name and title doesn't make the email better. You're probably just better off saying, hey, Lars, here's a service that we have that I think it might be interesting for you. Stating the amount of information that you have on someone, the amount of data that you've collected on someone is just a good way to creep them out. But there is something to be said for understanding the customer's previous experiences to be able to tailor your messaging and what you're offering them to make sure that the next experience is what they want. Lars, any last words about using your CRM to build great customer experiences? I think you really have to get all your team involved in the design of what it looks like, how it's used. You have customer service people, you've got marketing people, you've got salespeople. They all need to be aware and contributors to how the system is set up and used because they're all stakeholders in how it works and they all have to buy in and they work together as a team. And so if you're going to make that work, you want to make sure everyone hears their voice, which can be challenging because you're taking a lot of people's opinions into consideration. But the more you're able to get buy-in from your team in these different departments, the more you're going to get use and support of it and adoption inside your own organization. Building a great customer experience is not just about getting all the customer data in one place. That's the beauty of a CRM. It's training your team to understand how to use that data in an appropriate fashion. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Lars Helgeson, the founder and CEO of GreenRope. If you'd like to get in touch with Lars, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Lars Helgeson. That's L-A-R-S-H-E-L-G-E-S-O-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is greenrope.com, G-R-E-E-N-R-O-P-E.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.